Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Inside Wrestling for August 20th, 2017. The dawning of a day is here. SummerSlam. Oh, boy. 2017. I'll be talking about the NXT TakeOver review, which I didn't watch, though I did watch the closing moments of the Bobby Roode title match, and then I saw the Oscar Moon thing and some of the other stuff that went on. I saw little clips here and there. Um, came home late last night, went to a comedy show, came home about like midnight or so, or 11.30, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bed. I woke up at like 6.30, I'm like, nah, I'm, you know, I got no time to watch a two-hour show. So, but anyways, feel free to join in, 724-444-7444, and then enter the call ID of 142-436-POUND. If you want to join in, talk about NXT... Or SummerSlam, and I guess uh, on Facebook, Dewey Foley, he's on his way there. There we go. Hopefully he's uh, listening to the show right now so he can get some last-minute ideas to steal and use it for a nice show, SummerSlam. You know, I'll be previewing SummerSlam. I did a, a preview show on Blog Talk Radio. Check it out, Inside Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, if you want to check out anything... Uh, uh, the predictions and stuff like that, some other wrestling news from this past week. Uh, no update on Ric Flair, so uh, hopefully Ric Flair's okay. Um, you know, it, it doesn't look too good for him. I guess he's having uh, issues and stuff uh, with his uh, other organ and stuff. I think Justin's on board. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? Yeah, I got I to do the show. Uh, Fairfield's playing at 11, so I want to watch that game and talk about this fucking... Uh, Bullshit that we're going to watch tonight. Um, the show is sponsored by Bleach, Mop and Glow, and uh, Turpentine, whatever. When you're watching Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and you need that kick, get some bleach and fucking Pine Saw, Turpentine, Mop and Glow. There we go. NXT TakeOver, did you watch it last night? I did. Good. Because I didn't watch it. I came home about midnight, so I didn't watch it. So we had the first match, Jardy Gargano versus uh, uh, Sin Almas, Andre Simum Almas. Uh, uh, Almas wins at 13.06. Hammerlock DDT. Oh, there we go. Um, Wade Keller said he didn't like seeing Almas needing a distraction from Vega to win, but what a match. Really exciting, intense action here. So it looks like it was a good opener to kick off NXT TakeOver. Uh, what are your thoughts on the opening match from last night? I, I think it was a good match. I think the whole NXT, even starting with the pre-show, was good because they had a lot of interviews with people on the main roster and 
stuff like that. You know, Nakamura yeah. came back. I, I just thought it was the whole, you know, show was good. But, uh, yeah, the match was good. Yeah, um, I, saw, I saw Kevin Owens was in the crowd. Samoa Joe was in the crowd. Uh, but they did inter- they did interview. The, you know how like in the pre-show they'll go over every match that they're gonna have. Yeah. They had like they had like certain people from that style of match from the main roster. Like they were gonna after, when they were reviewing the championship match, they they had Baron Corbin on the uh, on the panel, which the crowd was giving him shit. And where's your briefcase? Um, yeah, was he wearing a suit uh, or no? No, 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 okay. no. He was wearing a button up. Like a short sleeve button up, but oh, okay. uh, like when they did, Sunday. yeah, okay. like when they did the tag team, uh, like Biggie was up there. Um, women's match, they had Carmelo and Sasha up there on the panel, and then backstage, even Kurt Angle was there, and oh, he did cool. an interview. He did a review with a uh, interview with like Renee Young, and she's asking, "Are you here to scout talent?" And he's just started smiling. So oh, I'm okay. assuming that's good. Yeah, that's kind of good. I think Rude Rude might be coming up this yeah, week. To yeah, yeah. What they do with the rematch clause and all that? Yeah. I don't. I don't know because well, if you know what happened during that the match at the end of the match with McIntyre, I don't no, know. No, I if saw you know that. What, yeah, I saw that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know if there will be a rematch, but SmackDown could use Rude. I would put him on SmackDown, but either yeah, way, no, they could match, do. They could do a rematch and then fucking uh, Adam Cole and the rest of the guys. They just take out Bobby Rude and. Send his ass to WWE main roster, you know. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Go. But uh, yeah, we better thank God for that. Uh, I mean, we said he was coming for a while. Uh, but yeah, that a good opening match, and that's what Biggie even said on um his interview was that hey, everyone's saying why are we in the pre-show, and he's Biggie was just like might as well get it started right. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, have a good opening match, and that's what they did last night, and it was it was a good match. I mean, the only thing that sucks is it's true what Chris said. If you're on the pre-show for these WWE pay-per-views, you don't get paid. You don't get, like, that bonus check. Yeah, that's true, but maybe, maybe uh, they do certain circumstances. I don't know. You know yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. Either way, it was a good opening match. It was yeah, a way to start it. They're not starving for money. You sell enough t-shirts exactly. and exactly. cereal and all that bullshit. Hot garbage. Uh, NXT Tag Team Champions, the authors of Pain versus Sanity, Alexander Wolf and Killin' Dane Dan, with uh, Eric Young and Nikki Cross, uh, NXT Tag Team Championship match. Um, this looks like a crazy match. I actually went and watched like the closing minutes of it. So, uh, Sanity wins at 11.57. Uh, Wolf holds Rezar up, and Young hits a neckbreaker off the top for the win. Uh, post-match, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly come out and ambush Sanity. They just tear about Sanity apart, and they beat up AOP, or Authors of Pain. Wow, that was a huge shock since they debuted separately. So there we go. Um, what are your thoughts on the tag team title match? Uh, I like the match. It was good. There's some good... The, that ending, you said you saw the ending where, uh, you know, what's his name? Caught, one of the Authors of Pain caught Nikki Cross. I would the put him through the tip. Yeah, yeah, um, cool. yeah. Uh, but I like how they do the the new day rule in the uh, whoever who else was it? You know where any of them can wrestle? What yeah. were the two? What was the other team? They used to know. do that. Oh, new day. No, new day, and there was someone else. I thought, or didn't we say someone else should do it? 
Uh, I don't know, whatever. Oh, the Wyatt. The Wyatt. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's yeah, dumb. But I like I like that. You know, I yeah. wish there was more factions and stuff that did things like that. Yeah, Nikki Cross is a kind. Of, I I feel bad for anyone that dates Nikki Cross because if you come home five minutes late, you're gonna get your ass kicked. So, but uh, anyways, uh, Chris is on board. Yep, he's there. Chris, what's up? Hey, yo, what's up? Uh, we'll Wait. backtrack for you, Chris. What were your thoughts on the opening match with Gargano and Almas? Uh, I missed it. I didn't see that match. Uh, the second match, the tag team title match. The tag match was pretty fun. It's one of those matches that looks bleh on paper. Two heel teams, but the match was full of smoke and mirrors, which is which was smoke and mirrors used right. They took advantage of the free bird thing, which is something that no one really thought they could do. Lots of brawling uh, involving Nikki Cross and some of the spots. Um, yeah, it was a fun smoke and mirrors match. It was kind of a rare tag match that you don't really see anywhere nowadays. Just two heel teams and I guess one of them kind of turned face by the end of it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, I guess this is, this might be it for Authors of Pain. They might go to the main roster. Uh, I don't think they're ready, but because the the tag team division on the main roster is just so ass, particularly on mm. SmackDown, I could see them being drafted to SmackDown just to kind of add a new team there. But yeah, it was a fun tag match. It was definitely one of the matches that just looked really bleh on paper, but the pacing and the booking, I'm actually really curious to see who booked the match like that way. That's the, like really smart booking. So yeah. yeah. Um, authors of the pain are gonna be the ones that beat up Brizongo. There we go. Fucking Christ. There you um, go. That makes sense. Debut. There's their heel team. There's, there's a debut right there. Um, next match with Alistair Black and Hideo Tommy. Uh, nice uh, intro. Nice music. Alistair Alistair Black. So that was kind of cool. Um, Jr. was doing commentary, so that was cool. Um, always good to see Jr. back. Alistair Black wins at 12-24. Uh, Black hits the Black Mass out out of nowhere for the win, 12-24. So there we go. Justin, what are your thoughts on Alistair Black winning last night? No, I thought the match was fine. It was, it was pretty good. I uh, I only caught, like, the last couple minutes of it, though, because I, okay. um, I, was, I was prepping food fucking all last night so i'm not cooking all day while we're hanging out you know so yeah I know. uh uh yeah so yeah i, I mean it, it, the ending was good i like i said i only caught the last uh three minutes of that match but besides that i saw pretty much all the other matches yeah chris any thoughts on the match yeah it was a good match uh you know he's got uh, alistair black has that um <clears throat> he's got that uh kind it's of factor yeah. He kind of got that gothic 90s, early 2000s look that kind of died off, and he's trying to bring it back. Um, you know, so his entrance is cool. When he gets to the when he gets caught up to the main roster, he's definitely one of those guys that will have like a cool entrance at like a WrestleMania or something. He hasn't talked yet, so he's kind of on that mute sting kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah. You know, he's got the black mask kick that he hits out of nowhere. The only thing I'm concerned about is his weight. You know, if you notice, if anyone paid attention, they keep weighing, they keep announcing him at 205 pounds exactly, which is exactly <laughs> the late weight of 205 live. And from what I understand, when he got his contract at WWE, they told him specifically to stay within 200 to 205 pounds. So oh uh, I, I could I could see some fans being disappointed to see him being relegated to the cruiserweight division. You know, so wow. but you know we'll have to see where it goes. But I, I like that. I don't think that'll happen. I think he'll get in a few with Finn Balor. You know, I think fans want that. 
Mm. That, that'd be a cool entrance. You got the demon, Finn Balor, and this guy. You know, it'd be kind of cool. Uh, see where they go with it. Uh, Amber Moon versus NXT Women's Champion Asuka. Scott Hall was not anywhere seen with a, a Prague or a security shirt. So I was like, oh, fuck. Asuka's going over. Yep, that's what happened. Asuka ends up winning at 1446. I got to go back and watch this match. I heard it was pretty decent. So uh, we'll see what happens with it. But, uh, yeah, what else can you do with Asuka? Just uh, bring her up to the main roster. Fuck it. Let her drop the title. Do, do a tournament, a reset with the Women's Division NXT. I think it's the best thing to do uh, with it. And then, I don't know. Uh, we'll see where they go with it. Uh, if anything, I think we see an Asuka-Charlotte match, maybe. I think, basically, that's basically it. If anyone's going to beat Asuka, maybe Charlotte in the future. Um, we'll start with Chris. Chris, what were your thoughts on the women's match last night? Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, no offense to Ember Moon, but she's just not ready. She's just not the one at all. Um, it was a good story, though. Yeah, Asuka's the, uh, Ember Moon's the only person to actually make Asuka use healish tactics, so, you know, that's good storytelling. You know, worked on Ember Moon's arm for most of the match, a lot of good selling. She finally hit her move, but Asuka kicked out anyway. Uh, really made you think she was going to lose, but she still won. So, uh, this is probably it for Ember. I don't really see what else she can do, because that was her second defeat to Asuka, so she might get caught up to the main roster. Uh, I have no clue which brand she'll get caught up to. Uh, mm-hmm. The booking for the women's division has not been good this year on either show, so... It doesn't really matter which show she gets. And those two other Australian chicks, too. Forgot their name, Peyton Royce and that other one. I can see them being called up as a package as well. As a matter of fact, I can see, see, see the duo going to one brand and, like, Ember going to the other one so that, like, mm. both brands get new faces because they had, like, Brian and Angle down there yesterday, which is something they've never done before. It's something we've all complained about here on, the, you know, on your yeah. show before. How come the GMs don't go up at NXT and, like, do some scouting. It was like they yeah, did GM, that for the yeah. first like time. Baseball. Yeah, like yeah, sports. Yeah. They, they always scouting all the time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess there's talk about doing a women's tag title in the future. So there we go. How about Naomi and Amber Moon as a tag team? That'd be kind of interesting to see them. Um, I don't know. A little different. Uh, Justin, any thoughts uh, on the match? No, I, I like the match. I mean, yeah, I don't think Amber Moon's ready, but she's she's really athletic though. Um, yeah, definitely got to work on the mic skills. I, but, uh, yeah, that's why we have Paul Heyman. You should have, you should have, yeah. You, yeah, you should have seen the interview with Neville last night. Jesus Christ, talk about fashion interviews! Holy fuck! Oh my god! <laughs> um, Fucking Sin Cara's rubbing out on everybody. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I don't know. I what's next for Oscar? This is yeah. I mean, I just started watching NXT probably last year, so, you know, I'm new to this. You and Chris know more, especially Chris, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know. I mean, I can see her. When Asuka comes up to the main roster, I would have her start a feud with, like, you know how they did with Nakamura and Ziggler. Start off small, not the push right away, mm. you know, but, uh, yeah, I agree with Chris. I think Ember Moon's going to come up to the main roster. I think you're going to see her and Bobby Roode possibly this week. Yeah. Depending yeah, we'll, on, depend, we'll depending on Bobby Roode's, uh, if he's going to mm-hmm. get the rematch, or they're just going to bring him up. 
you definitely got to see some people coming up because we got well, football is only a couple weeks away, so you got you got to get shit going Monday night and SmackDown. I mean, like you, like you, like you know. like you said, you could probably make a whole other show on Wednesdays with the people on the milk carton. Oh my god, yeah, the full roster one. right there. So, uh, yeah, I know. You could, that's a fucking that's it, a good that's a good indie show right there. You know, house show. Is for. is is Sami Zayn even in SummerSlam? Um, oh yeah, he's the Uber driver for some of the wrestlers going back to the hotel. <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> I it's like where weird. are these people? Ziggler, Sami Zayn, it's, it's crazy. It's well, crazy actually, uh, Ziggler was actually spotted. He was at, he was actually at that Southpaw wrestling uh, taping thing, so that was cool for a couple. Oh, of okay. Kids. So yeah, um, that's just so stupid. I don't know. It's I don't know. It's kind of corny, but whatever. It's something different. Um, Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe are at ringside, or whatever, they're at, yeah, ringside, so that was cool, seeing them there. Um, and then we get the, uh, introduction for, uh, Drew McIntyre, basically, uh, bagpipes and everything, so it's kind of cool. Uh, pipes and drums and all that. Drew McIntyre, Vince McMahon's like, yeah, that's my, that's my chosen one. Chosen you know? one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a chosen one, yeah. He's fucking from Ireland, yeah. But, uh, anyway, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Roode, NXT Championship match. Um, I saw the tail end of this match. I watched like the last five minutes of the match. Um, uh, basically, was for another glorious DDT. Barely hits it. Uh, no recovery. Rue went for number three. But a headbutt cuts him off. And then uh, the Claymore, McIntyre wins at 22-22. Uh, they said another outstanding match. It lacked a crazy intensity of Oscar Moon, or Black Tommy, but was actually an example of a heavyweight match that can... Uh, uh, can and should be seeing Rue take air. Uh, so Magnum Carapur, Glorious uh, DDTs and all that. So, uh, anyways, but the the main story, besides McIntyre winning the title with post-match, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly make their way to the apron. McIntyre confronts them, and then, boom, who comes out of nowhere? Adam Cole. Cole picks up the NXT Championship and uh, indicated desire for it. Um, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, they were in Ring of Honor, I pretty much think, and, uh, I think it was a little reunion with, uh, Adam Cole. So, uh, there we go. Get stand back together. We'll start with Chris. What are your thoughts on the match, and then the post-match with Adam Cole debuting last night? Yeah, this match wasn't good. Uh, no offense to Drew. Uh, I like Drew. I followed him when he left WWE, went to TNA. I liked his work over there. I liked his work with EC3. I liked his work with Lashley. He really improved, but since he's come back to NXT, he's really just been there. He had, like, one match with Orny Lorcan that was good, and then they just kind of stopped using him. Um, they built up the TV tapings from the previous takeover to the one that just happened last night. They spent most of those TV tapings building up Roderick Strong. They were doing the little video vignettes talking about his family and his and his wife and his children and his humble beginnings and how he came from the trailer park and they were just kind of building him up and then for some reason they blew their load and did the title match on TV. Rude beat Roddy and then it was like you know they just were like oh yeah Drew's here too and they just randomly just kind of inputted it in there. They basically made Drew McIntyre DLC. You know like when you buy a video game nowadays and like mm-hmm. a month after the game releases it's like oh yeah bonus content DLC. That's basically what they did with Drew. It's like they remembered Drew was part of the roster. They DLC'd him in the roster. Uh, I like Drew, so I'm not like throwing shade at him at all. But it just it wasn't his time. It was Roddy's time, and for some reason they just chose to just to use Drew. The fans really weren't into him. You could tell. Uh, a lot of fans were like, "Oh, we want Broken Dreams, Broken Dreams." Yeah, Broken Dreams is a cool song, but 
Drew himself doesn't care for the theme because when he hears it, it reminds him of you know his previous run, which was not very good. Mm. So this Bobby Roode, though, uh, you see, the thing about Bobby Roode, he's forty, so he can't stay down in NXT much no. longer. You know, you know how Vince is. Vince is yeah. old fashioned, so like for Roode is kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't, because he's forty. So it's yeah. not like he can stay down at the main at the NXT forever. So uh, you know, but as far as Red Dragon Adam Cole goes, you know this Ring of Honor invasion thing has been an idea that's been going around for like the past two years. It's mm. like one of those dirt sheet stories you see once a year, and like each time you see it, you're like, ah, oh, whatever. It's never gonna happen. But now they finally have the roster for it to happen. They got Red Dragon and they got. Adam Cole. So, but this is the stuff that CM Punk was talking about. Uh, you know, a lot of fans to this day uh, can't stand CM Punk because he was pretty much the outlet for this stuff. Because, like, as you're seeing now, I'm not sure how Justin feels about it, but like, what's going on right now in NXT is what they're doing is like they're debuting all these folks from the independents. And if you've noticed, it's like at first they would kind of build it up and give you, like, vignettes, but now it's like when they debut these indie guys, Triple H is doing it in a way where they're just assuming you, the viewer, already know who they are. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. it's like if you follow Independence, then when you see him, you're like, oh, shit, but, like, if you're a casual fan, if you don't watch, like, TNA or New Japan or Ring of Honor, when these folks debut, you're just kind of scratching your head like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, so, so it's kind of like it's kind of a good thing, but it's kind of a bad thing, too. And, of course, this just kind of goes more into the point of, of different people saying that what Triple H is trying to do now is he's kind of doing what Vince McMahon did when he made the WWF go mainstream back in the 80s where all he did was he just went to all the territories and he yeah, signed, like, all the top guys. Each territory. Yeah. Right, right. I saw Triple H is doing. So as awesome as NXT is, it's not like he's making any stars. All he's doing is he's just taking all the top names from New Japan, so. Ring of yeah. Honor, TNA. Kind of like what WCW did, you know, get yeah, all the WWF free agents, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know, like Kevin Nash is saying, you couldn't get a paleontologist to clear some of these fossils? But, uh, anyways. Oh, man. Um, yeah, yeah, no, the whole thing, the invasion, all that, that's that's great. I can't wait for tonight when <clears throat> Nakamura wins the, the, uh, was it WWE title? Yeah, the WWE title tonight, and <clears throat> Cody Rhodes shows up with the ROH title, and then I can hear Dusty Rhodes in heaven saying, let's all go to war. <laughs> but that ain't gonna happen. Uh, Justin, what were your thoughts on, uh, let's do it, he's listening, do it, come on, uh, what were your thoughts <laughs> on the main event match and the post-match beatdown, uh, debut of Adam uh, Cole? It, it was okay, the match, but, I mean, we've been talking about Adam Cole for a while, um, basically since I've been talking to, like, you know, you guys about Ring of Honor New Japan, i just been getting my feet kind of wet in it, for, like, for the past nine months I've been watching it, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm not... Uh, up to, you know, pace with all these wrestlers, but I know most of them. But um, I like how they did the the invasion style instead of, you know, like last year you'd see McIntyre sitting ringside or whoever, someone else sitting ringside, you know, so you kind yeah. of know. Something you know, different. Kinda, yeah, yeah, the invasion style I think, I think was way better, a yeah. better way to do it. And uh, Chris, before you even came on, I said Rude is probably more than likely going to come up to the main roster. I'm thinking either this Tuesday or next Tuesday. I, I'd put him on SmackDown because that's where they need the talent. But then again, mm-hmm. you can put him on Raw because now you have Rollins and Ambrose teaming up, so that takes two of your guys, 
you know. So yeah. I mean, they need something. They need, they need, they need like I said, you got to add some some guys from NXT, whatever tag team guys, Bobby Roode, whoever, yeah. you know. It, it's uh, that time. Football well, season right around the corner. Yeah, you know? but you got to figure you're going to get uh, like at least one or two guys. I'm yeah, worried about Rude one guy too. in the Rumble. You know. Yeah, Rumble, I'm worried about Rude guy. too when I saw how poorly used Aries was because like. Aries and oh, Rude yeah. are very similar. Uh, they were pretty much like 1A, 1B in TNA when they were doing the Dirty Heels thing. Like, pretty much everything Aries could do, Rude could do, and everything Rude could do, Aries could do. So, yeah. I see how yeah. poorly used Aries was, and then when I look at Rude and his age, I'm just like, ugh, I'm just kind of you know like, how You know how you solve the Bobby Rude problem? You put him on Raw and you have him with Paul Heyman. That's how you solve it. Yeah. Keep him with fucking Heyman. You know, since the beast, Lesnar might be leaving, you know, I would... Keep him with Heyman. Um, I think you're safe bet with that, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, I met Bobby Roode once. I said, "I love your dad, Rick Roode." He says, "That's not my dad." I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my dad. You're dead. Um, before we get to SummerSlam preview, I'm gonna ask Chris about uh, the big news coming out of Global Force Wrestling. Jim Cornette is uh, back. Uh, he's in. Um, I guess uh, what's his name? Pritchard got fired too, and they're doing a tournament. I guess. For the uh, Global Force title since uh, Burrito Del Rio. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He got stripped. Yep. Yeah. So about... Chris, what what are your thoughts about Cornette uh, joining Global Force Wrestling? I always said that he should come back to WWE. He still got a good mind for the business. He has passion for it. Uh, what, what do you see from Cornette and Global yeah, Force? Yeah, the cold day in hell finally happened. He went back. Of course, he had to go back when Russo and Dixie were gone. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah, he fired Bruce Pritchard. So uh, I have no idea what his authority role is like in real life. I don't know what he's doing. I imagine he's part of the booking creative team, stuff like that. I'm in agreement with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dutch is still there. Dutch has been tell. So with Dutch and Cornette, you know, there's some potential there. Um, Yeah, uh, that's cool. I agree with you. I always thought Jim could come back. He just needs to put his ego aside. He just needs to fucking, and I mean this in a respectful way, he just needs to fucking get his head out of the 80s. Like he still thinks the fucking 80s is... It's 2017. Things are a little different now. He just needs to kind of get with that. So I'm not mad at him going to TNA because the way I see it, him being there can be kind of like kind of experimental for him to kind of, you know, get your get your feet wet and and get your booking creatively juices, get the creative juices going for a smaller company. And then if that goes well, maybe down the road, maybe two years from now, maybe he could like you know be an agent at NXT or something like that. You know, yeah. so um, yeah. yeah but, <laughs> Jim Cornette's in uh, Global Force Wrestling. Kenny Omega signs one day contract just to confront Cornette. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that would be fucking hot. Um, anyways, let's get to the Summer Slam. Summer Slam, or Jerry and Piven would say the Summer Fest. It'd be barred from the Summer Fest. Uh, hey, hold on, Nate. Uh, Nate, hold on. I just wanted to ask Chris a question. This is off topic of wrestling. Um, before I forget, how did you like the uh, the Defenders, Chris? Uh, I'm on like episode uh, five, six so far. Uh, it's pretty oh, okay. good. It just it just starts off slower. The the trailers, yeah, like the ads were misleading. The trailers make it seem as if like at the very beginning all of them like hook up and just start kicking ass, but that's not yeah. how it's booked. It's it's kind of one of those where like all four of them are doing their own thing, and then as they're doing their own thing, they kind of all discover they're after the same person. If that makes sense, and then like yeah, like by, yeah, by episode, like episode three. Right, right, like right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's just good. It's just not fast. Oh, okay. You like the whole thing then? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, the ending is good. They're gonna. I, I have a feeling they left it off like there's gonna be another one, but uh, I'm yeah. not gonna spoil anything for you. But yeah, the last like two episodes are, are really good. But I agree with you. It started off slow, and uh, but I kind of like that how they all end up, you know, in that one episode meeting up with each other. So th- that was cool. And then from there, it's like fast, faster paced. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just wanted to get your opinion because I saw that you were watching it. I know you're into those movies. Nate has no idea. Nah, you're <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, Anyways, uh, oh, I just saw Go for Broke by Machine Gun Kelly's the theme of SummerSlam. Uh, you better run if you run into Kevin Owens. You know, another table spot. So he did sell it like a champ. So I got to give Machine Gun Kelly a little props there. Yeah, he did. He did. I'll give he him did. credit. That was, that was pretty yeah. much the closest Attitude Era thing we've seen in years because that's something you would have saw back then. Just yeah, some random cool. celebrity taking a bump. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Cool. like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, yeah, handshake, this and that, and Kevin Owens just fucking powerbombs him. Pete Rose, man. Pete Rose. Hey, Pete Rose. what's the name Pete of that Rose. one random dude? He was like a pretty boy. He was like really popular in the 90s, and he just decided to just kind of be underground. Uh, what was it Freddie Prince Jr.? Oh, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, he was on yeah, the writing committee, too. Yeah, I, I remember that one time Randy Orton gave him a bump. I forgot what it was. Like, he was like guest. It was like during that celebrity GM era, you know, the really bad yep. era. Yeah, I remember, like, Orton gave him a bump. I thought that was pretty cool because apparently, like, he was always been a long-time wrestling fan. So, you know. They, 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 they did, yeah, they did that whole year where they had a guest uh, host on Raw every week. Yeah, remember that, that? that was bad. Did they, have, like, was... the, did they have, like, the Muppets do it one time? Oh, yeah. They had, like, yeah. All kind of, oh, it was Drew oh, Carey. They had so those bad. two old farts in the uh, balcony. <laughs> that, that was great, though. That was great. Those, those, that, that was great. Those funny. I was, was never great. a Muppets and, fan and, growing up, but I like those two guys. Those guys are fucking. Yeah. Basically, basically those two old guys were like it's like they were like a visual representation of Smarks because they were like yeah. the Smarks of the show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. Um, pre-show matches we have uh, Tazawa versus uh, Champion versus Neville singles match for the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, I don't really care. Uh, I don't even care about this match. We'll see what happens. It'll be a good match. Really. It should be pretty decent. It'll be a good match. Good. Probably give them like 15 minutes on the pre-show, 15, 20 minutes. They, they got time. They get starts at five the pre-show, so yeah, um, it does. Yeah, we'll start with Chris uh, since we already did it, Justin pretty much a review or a preview. Uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, cruiserweight championship match for SummerSlam? Yeah, like you said, it'll be a two-hour pre-show and stuff. The the real question really at this point is why, uh, like technically with the network, why is there even a pre-show like? This this whole thing could just be one gigantic, like six hour show. Technically. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So, and of course, as we already learned with uh, Austin Aries last year, uh, pre show stuff is now no longer part of the DVD. So they don't even mm. get paid for it. They don't even get paid for it. So, um, I mean, I imagine they get a royalty check for you know being there, but they don't get they don't get like part of the payday. DVD sales. Act- right. So that would actually piss me off a lot. So. Um, yeah, I really don't understand why the pre-show even exists at this point. It should just. I think they call it a pre-show, and they have it as a pre-show because fans know if they say it's part of the show, then they're gonna be like, "Why the hell we got thirty minutes of promos and talking and this and that? When are they gonna fight? You know?" But if you yeah. think it's a pre-show, they're like, "Okay, I got time to get snacks. I got time to do this. Time to fuck my wife, cut the grass, drink a beer, yeah. kick the dog. Really, you know, whatever." It, it really, it really says a lot that then you know that you know two shows two big shows in a row, Mania at SummerSlam, and, like, you can't put the Cruiserweights on, like, the main card, but whatever. Yeah. So, uh, Neville and uh, Tozawa. So, um, 
I would not be surprised if they pulled a WCW here and if they uh, have Neville win it back because, like I That's said seven? earlier, yeah, yeah, I can see them doing that because nobody was talking about 205 Live or the Cruiserweight division. So by having like Neville and Tozawa for free on Raw, like I said, and by having Neville lose, that gives people talking. That gets some buzz, you know. So mm-hmm. I could see them easily having like Neville lose or, or win and get it back. So. But, yeah, if, if Tozawa won, then I wouldn't be too surprised either. But don't be shocked, though, if they pull a WCW, because WCW used to do this all the time. They would do a title change on Monday to get you talking, and then on Sunday they would put it right back. Uh, prime example of this, Luger-Hogan. That pissed me off as a fucking kid. Remember that? When Luger beat Hogan yeah. clean, he was fine at WCW champion. They had that big celebration. They took the champagne. They got the water. They wiped off the NWO off the belt. And then, like, six days later, dropped it right back to Hogan. I was like, why? I was, like, fucking eight or nine years old. That was, like, the first time I complained about a wrestling storyline. And then my dad was like, well, son, they got you talking about it. Because he was like, you weren't going to watch, what was it, like, Road Wild or some shit? Yes, what it was. It was Road Wild. Wild. Yeah, Yeah, he was like, you weren't really interested in it. So, you know. Yeah, um, I just saw this posting. Things easier to find than legitimate uh, Eclipse sunglasses. A job, relationship, Nintendo Switch, decent barber. Meaning of life, a good friend, a worthwhile president, Tupac. Just kidding, all these things are hard. as fuck to find. Yeah, exactly. Well, me with a job took like 20 applications to get a fucking job. And then there we go. Um, And anyways, uh, Justin, any thoughts? Yeah. No, I'm I'm really not interested in the in the match. I mean, this whole 205 thing, I think, is going to die pretty soon. Um, I mean, I'm I I I'm not a fan of Tazawa's anyway. I I'm not a fan of that style of just kicking for your wrestling. You know what I mean? I I just uh, because. Huh. Yeah, I huh. mean, we grew up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We grew up in the era where it was like. You know, God, we were in our teens when it was the Attitude Era. We were almost twenty. You know, I know Chris is younger. Matches, holy shit. Yeah, I know Chris is younger than us. So he, but I mean, and I know you know yourself, Chris. But I'm just more into the style of old school moves. You know, nice. I mean, I know they have better, you know, some decent moves, newer moves. But uh, that kicking thing, it just annoys me. And because I was little. Sound making drives me crazy. I, I really so, don't care about this match. But I, I, things, I, think, I, I'm just saying. I think Neville's going to win it back. But the two things I laugh from uh, Chris's wrestling history is his mom punished him for watching Tillman have a gun, and <laughs> the Ric Flair '93 uh, Starcade. He thought like someone died. I just love that. He sold it. I knew Dude, I was what watching, I was getting into that, when I signed the contract. Dude, that's my favorite. He's like, Rick, 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 are you sure? He's like, <laughs> wait, what, what, what year were you born in, Chris? Oh, I was born in 87. I was born in 87. 87. So, mm. so, right. so did I. It was only like six when that like, arcade was, like six years old. Jesus, wow. Yeah, what, what about, yeah. That's what, my favorite line ever where Rick was like, he was like, Gene was like, Rick, are, are you sure you want to sign? And Rick was like, Gene, I was sure when I signed the contract. Like, they were so fucking quiet. And serious as a six-year-old, I thought my dad was watching a mafia movie. I was like, "Is he about to get fucking hit?" What about how how old were you when they had had the shit like uh, you have fucking uh, big boss man hanging from a noose with, from a steel cage 
Or, uh, uh, I, I was I was man <laughs> South Park South Park and Celebrity Deathmatch like prepared me for shit like that. That's the one thing I'll give like the nineties back then. <laughs> well, Cartoons back then that were like rated Y seven would be like M A now. So yeah. that didn't that didn't surprise me. It's like what a gun was like ninety six, so Chris, you're only like nine? Wow, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about, what about uh, like, the, the big it, show dad it, it was, dragged it, out? It, it, it wasn't even the uh, Pillman thing that got me in trouble. It was the fact that, like, there was these, I don't know if you remember, it was, like, these two security guys that were protecting Pillman's house. And, like, Austin, like, so, put one of them yeah. in a the pool. He was, like, trying to drown him. It was something oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That's the fucking wagon in the kiddie pool. Yeah. Was it Pillman? <laughs> was it, wasn't Pillman in, like, a cast or something? And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. So they yeah. had that accident with the Jeep and all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, second match, we had New Day uh, champions with, uh, versus Usos. Usos. Um, yeah. Good match. I really don't care who wins. I think it's going to be a good match. Probably be the best match on the, on the pre-show. Uh, Justin, what are your thoughts? I think obviously the new day is going to go over. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think it'll be a good match, though. I mean, the Usos are, you know, coming to their peak. I mean, they're they're just getting there now. They're they're getting better and better. Um, they need tag SmackDown because these are like the two teams, and that's it. You know, it's like. I, exactly, exactly. And that's what we've been saying for a long time. And and I think it's going to happen when you get the shake-up because now you have... I fucking like have, a, I have them show up tonight. Have the Authors of Pain show up tonight and beat the hell out of the New Day. Shake it well, up. See, that's, that, that's, why I, that's why I said I like the, the whole thing about a, a do, you know, multi-brand pay-per-view. That's why I love the Royal Rumble, yeah. WrestleMania, SummerSlam. But now you have NXT doing it in the same, you know, building too. So now you have yeah. NXT, Bra, and SmackDown. So anything could happen. So I, I would do it too. But now that you have, like I said, Rollins and um, Ambrose as a tag team, and then you got Cesaro and Sheamus, I would send one of them two tag teams I'm more likely, I when you do the shakeup, I would have Cesaro and Sheamus go over to SmackDown, and because you know we're gonna get that Shield reunion at some point, so you have to have all three of them on the same brand. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. You know, you like know. I said, and if you have like the Authors of Pain show up tonight, you have that background built in anyways because you had Brian. Well, Brian was at NXT last night, along with yeah, you know, Angle, with yeah. Angle and shit. So there you go. They learned yeah. a new contract. Uh, Chris, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, pretty much the only tag teams on SmackDown since they're keeping Ascension and Breezango at a comedic level, and that's it. So uh, that's why I said, you know, Alter the Pain probably going to get caught up. And I see one of, I see the losing team, whether it's new, well, actually, you know what, uh, probably Usos are probably going to uh, get drafted to Raw, I guess. Uh, yeah, because, you can't, because Usos, you, you can't have two Samoan heel teams, you know, because Usos are Samoan and and so yeah. are the Altars of Pain. So you would have to put the Usos in Raw to balance it out, I guess. So but, They're going to um, unite as a, together as a Samoan team and fucking, like, they're going to have a big pig. Roman Reigns is going to be a pig. Cook him. Cook him. That apple. But uh, anyways, uh, the Hardy Boys with, and Jason Jordan versus The Miz and The Miz, The Rod, Bo Dallas, and Curtis Axel with Maurice. Um, I don't really give a fuck. Uh, Hardy Boys win. Um, there we go. Um, unless they build something like uh, fucking Miz pins Jason Jordan or some bullshit, 
just to build that the icy title thing. I don't know, unless they do something like that. But I would have Jordan pin the Miz if anything. If you're building an icy title thing, so I would go with that if you're gonna do that. I think that's probably the best serving thing is have Jordan beating the Miz and then build up a title shot for uh, Jason Jordan. But uh, anyways, uh, Chris, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this is just filler. Uh, the JJ thing's not working. Um, yeah, I, I see uh, probably JJ and Hardy's going over to beat the Miz and the Miz Taraz and stuff. Uh, not to get too nitpicky, um, if there's one issue that I can give JJ, I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, I've noticed that he works the same style of match every single match, like where he'll just get beat up for a few minutes and he'll just do like suplex, suplex. He'll he'll take off his uh, his straps and just start going crazy. Like mm. guys like Jerry Lawler and Kurt Angle, they didn't do that every match. They did it for like the special matches. You didn't see Jerry take down the strap every match or Angle do that every match. And JJ just knows how to work one style. So, but uh, but yeah, I uh, I see the fans kind of turning on him because it's just not working. You know, I see him kind of getting rolling heat soon. Yeah, definitely. Justin, any thoughts? Um, yeah, I you know my thoughts about the whole. Uh, intercontinental title thing. I mean, us growing up, that was one of the most prestigious titles to have. You had some of the greats who should have been, you know, heavyweight champions carry that title and never even got a chance at the heavyweight title. But um, I, I think that title should be on the line. But, you know, shit happens. It, it seems to always happen when the Miz has the title, to be honest with you. Mm. Go to Hollywood for three months, title's not on the line. Fucking keeps getting mixed tag with fucking against yeah. Cena and Nikki Bella. You know, it, it's driving me crazy. I, I feel sorry. Um, the thing about it with the Miz is, it's like it's it's a WWE thing. It's like for the B shows and for like Raws and Smackdowns, they have him do something with the Intercontinental Belt. But every time it's a big show like WrestleMania, SummerSlam, they got nothing. It's a tag match or like a gimmick match, like you just said. And so, as yeah. a wrestling fan, you remember, like, those classic intercontinental matches, like, you know, Warrior, Razor, Hunt, Michaels. Razor yeah, Michaels, exactly. Brett Bulldog, Rock Triple H, you know, so it's like, Rude. if you don't, Rick, yeah. right, you know, Steve, if you don't do the know, intercontinental yeah. match when it matters, because that's, that's, that's how wrestling fans are, like, we, we may not remember the big, the B shows, but we always remember the WrestleManias and the SummerSlams, that's something we remember years from now and it's like WWE it's like every time they do a big show that's when the Intercontinental title takes like you know like you remember that storyline that Miz and Ziggler were doing last year that really good storyline where Ziggler was like if I lose I'll quit remember that mm-hmm. they yeah. had like those yeah. series but all those yeah that was a good story they had some good matches but they were all like at B-level shows like Backlash yeah. or No Mercy or like where, where's that yeah. type of quality for like a Wrestlemania or a SummerSlam like that's what fans want they never yeah. do it for a big show. It's always the B shows. Mm. Yeah, but with the, the with name the sells itself. It, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, it sells itself. So you'll still fucking watch. But still, yeah, you can't exactly. give people shit or a little tune up. But what, you know? what, when it when it comes to the Jason Jordan thing, I agree with Chris. I think he's going to be buried. But you heard what I think is going to happen. I think when you you get a shakedown, fucking fake fake son is going to come up and beg his daddy to draft over Gable. Yeah, and you'll you'll probably get Alpha back together, but on Raw. There we go. American Alphas, Kurt Angle, and uh, Benjamin. There's a well, team. Ben. I think Benjamin's on SmackDown. Well, I don't know. I don't even know because that whole thing's just a bet. I know that he signed, 
yeah. WWE, but it, they were previewing him for uh, SmackDown over a year ago or about yeah, a year I ago. Yeah. Well, I don't know where he, what brand he's going to go to. He's coming soon. He's coming. Man, if he was a porn <laughs> actor, he'd be out of business. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> Anyways, Brock Lesnar, the champion with Paul Heyman versus Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, Fatal 4-Way Match, Universal Championship. I wish it was an elimination match, but uh, anyway, I like elimination match. I hate one fall. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Lesnar retaining the title and then set up for Strowman Lesnar at the next show, and I think that's when Strowman wins the title. Or, what Justin brought up the point, have Roman Reigns win with the help of Ambrose. Uh, not Ambrose. Yeah, Ambrose and Rollins. There we go. Shield reunites. SummerSlam. That would be a fucking... That would be a nice picture to end the, all three of them together, holding up the tag titles, and then the fucking uh, yeah, WWE uh, title. Or Universal title, I should say. Um, I think I would, would, o- I would end SummerSlam. I w- yeah, I would only do that spot if Ambrose and Rollins go over and get the yeah, titles. Yeah, if they win the tag belt. Yeah. yeah. But if they if they don't, I I wouldn't do it like that. So I well, I mean well, I well actually you never know because maybe they'll do a, a rematch tag match and Roman Reigns returns the favor and helps him them win the tag belts. So you can always do that too. Um, but I don't know what the fuck do I know? Yeah, you know. Yeah. But uh, anyway. No, yeah. I don't. I I wouldn't mind. Uh, yeah, that's the only way I'd like to see Roman Reigns win. Yeah, but yeah. Other than that, by that. Um, I, I go. I I wouldn't mind seeing any of the other three guys. Yeah, but. Samoa Joe winning. I don't have a problem with Strowman winning. I don't have a problem with yeah. even Lesnar just retaining and then setting up Strowman Lesnar. Uh, I think it's going to be an all-out brawl. It's going to be an all-out brawl. Is there a or something coming up? I don't even know what the fuck their paper is. Hey guys, there's something that can give Vince a heart attack. I just looked this up. I, I love like Google Facts. Tomorrow yeah. during the eclipse, when it happens, the uh, people have predicted that apparently. Uh, businesses are going to lose out on $700 million worth of money because what happens during the eclipse is everyone's going to stop doing their job and they're going to look at it. Uh, can you yeah. imagine Vince? Vince is going to be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no Mercy is on September 24th. That's a raw one. And then Hell in a Cell is SmackDown. Okay. So uh, we see No Mercy maybe. Yeah, but they only do way. like one or they only do like two Hell in a Cell matches. I it, see, that should be a joint pay per view Hell in a Cell because you should have like well that's what matches. I've been that, no, that's what I've been saying. No, no, but they, saying I think that. Elimination Chamber, Money in the Bank, those should be yeah. you know multi brand. But Hell it, in it Cell, looks like there's twenty pay per views this year. I know Hell in a Cell is going to be SmackDown this year. So just based off that, I'm they rotate. Last year was Raw. Yeah. yeah, so I guess the money in the bank will be raw next year as well. Yeah. Yeah, but they but they should that, but when you do hell in a cell, I think every match should be in the cell. Instead yeah. of raising it, lowering it. I mean the pay per view is called Hell in a Cell. Fucking put everyone in the cell. It doesn't matter. Every match should be in the cell. Yeah. I like that. That that pay per view, hell in a cell, every match, hell in a cell. Yeah. I don't care what you call it. Hell in a Cell, Rage in the Cage, Penis in Uranus. Penis in Uranus. <laughs> rage in the Cage. Rage in the Cage. I like it. I like Vince McMahon. Hell. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like Summerfest. Summerfest still gets me to this day. <laughs> yeah. Summerfest. Mark, Mark, Mark Madden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Naomi, champion versus Natalia. Singles, singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's. Championship. Oh, Chris. I mean, what, what what are you looking for? The fatal four. I'll go back to you. What, what, what are you looking for? 
saying. I just want Lesnar to lose. It's time for him to get back. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't care. I mean, I really don't give a fuck. But uh, yeah, if I had to pick one though, I, I'll pick Joe. Yeah, Joe would be. Cool. I can. I can find one. Everybody. Yeah, I could see Roman just, Reigns if uh, he'll help them. That's it. You know. I could. I could. I could just see Strowman and freaking Lesnar beating the shit out of each other outside and being knocked the fuck out. It, you know, outside the ring, and then you just have Joe and Reigns. You yeah, know, yeah. And, you know, that'd be a perfect that scenario way. for uh, Ambrose and Rollins to help them. Exactly. The other two are gone. Anyways, singles match, uh, women's SmackDown champion Naomi Natalia. Um, I hope Natalia wins the title because, like I said on my show uh, the other day, uh, Natalia's been in shitty gimmicks for the last couple years. She had a good feud last year with Charlotte. You know, they can give her a nice title run. Uh, we'll see if there's a cash in with the briefcase. But uh, yeah, I, I like to see Natalia win. I don't care. If Naomi retains. That's cool too. I really don't care, but I'd rather see Natalia win the title for a little bit. Um, so, there we go. Justin, what thoughts? I, I'd like to see Natalia win. I mean, she had a good feud with Nikki Bella, too, but, yeah. like I said, besides the duo prompter fucking interviews or promos, which was stupid, but, um, yeah, I mean, she's getting to the end of her career, too. I'd like to see her win, but with the way they play hot potato with the titles, <laughs> you know, you, you can see her win it and then lose it on Tuesday, so it doesn't fucking matter. Or or have or Carmella cash in, yeah yeah definitely. But uh, the, and I said this about the Corbin thing. I I said I was hoping he would keep that fucking briefcase and cash it in. Uh, it's a fatal four way, you mm-hmm. know. Like, but they had the briefcase blue, but Carmella's is white. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you have your idea of Enzo going back heel, and fucking uh helping Big Cass win for some reason, which I don't think is going to happen, but if it did, have Carmella cash in on fucking Raw and have them three get back together. Yeah, get the band back together. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Chris, any thoughts? Uh, uh, I'll just pick Naomi to win. And I there think if any, any, any cash in attempt from Carmella will be a failure. Yeah. Alexa Bliss versus... Sasha Banks in the Battle of the Asses for the singles match of the Raw Women's Championship. Um, I'll go with Sasha Banks winning it. Bailey comes down and uh, fucking lays out Sasha Banks, turns heel. And then Corey Graves has an orgasm. Yeah, that's my girl. Bailey, yeah. You mean Bailey. Bailey turns heel. Or Bailey. Yeah, Bailey turns heel. Yeah, yeah. That's my girl. There you go. I'm telling you, they got they got to book they got to book Bailey like fucking Daniel Larusso and Karate Kid Three, and fucking uh, Corey Graves and Tony uh, Silva, whatever the fuck I got Silver, Mister Silver from Karate Kid. And there we go. I don't know who the hell is playing Mister Miyagi, but we'll figure it that, out. I'll never forget that that dude was fucking cutting a promo like in a in a tub full of bubbles. That was hilarious. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I like the part when he's in there, like that sauna and the other guy's in Hawaii. He goes, "You got anything else you want me to do?" Yeah, make his knuckles bleak. I like that! I like that! <laughs> going crazy. Yeah, that was the weakest of the three, but it definitely Best promo. promo. Best, Best promo. promo. Yeah, yeah, if you're yeah, a wrestler, yeah. watch Karate Kid 3. If you want to be a wrestler, that's the promo skills right there. Um, I like, too, when uh, LaRusso was down on the ground and fucking Matt uh, uh, Barnes yelling at him to get back on the mat and this and that. And then uh, the, the, uh, the, the other sensei guy, uh, he's just fucking... 
He's he's doing the hand signal like, yeah, come on, get up, get up, Danny. You know, and everyone's just fucking flipping out. But uh, anyways, uh, Justin, what are your thoughts on the women's match? Well, oh, I thought you were going to ask what my thoughts were on Karate Kid. Um, no. Great. <laughs> no, that, that that those were classic moments. I, I remember uh, that movie. But uh, no, I I don't know where this one's going to go. To be honest with you, I I hope it's a good match. I can I really think when it comes to the women, well, and men too. People work better with certain people. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Uh, I'm really up in the air about this one. I I we've talked about our idea about so, uh, Bailey going heel. So I I I'm hoping that Sasha wins and Bailey goes heel. Like yeah. you know, hey that that was my title shot. You took it. But besides that, I mean, well we'll see. It's it's a wild card in my opinion. Yeah. So oh yeah, one other thing about the Karate Kid. My favorite scene from part one was when he got pushed down the hill on his bike and he flipped over. The fucking body double was like a hundred and eighty five pound Mexican kid. Like Al Bundy? Like 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 Al Bundy when he flies off the roof. <laughs> yeah, <a> mannequin dummy. <laughs> this shit was great. My uh, favorite Chris. body double moment of all time was uh you guys remember that movie Face Off with uh, John Travolta and yeah, Cage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that part towards the end when they're on the boat and the boat crashes and they both crash on the beach. The camera like zooms in, you can clearly see it's not there. <laughs> oh my god. I gotta go back and watch that. I, I love like fun. I love vo- voiceovers in movies too. I always die like Die Hard Two is the best. Yippee Kaye, mother falcon. What the fuck? It's not even Bruce Willis' oh, yeah. voice. I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on the battle of the asses, Bliss and Banks? Yeah, Sasha wins, but whatever decision they decide to go with, they need to stick with it because uh, the booking yeah. for the Royal Women's Division has been just been asked this whole year. Yeah. So if, if Sasha wins, then just just keep the belt on her for like the rest of the fucking year. And if Alexa wins, then keep the belt on her. Like whoever wins, just stick with it. None of this, you know, because the booking's just been really bad. I would just have Sasha, like you said, keep it up until Mania. Then you have Bailey and uh, Sasha, unless uh, or you could have Sasha Oscar, uh, it, it, you know, or something like that. I don't know at Mania or yeah. Ember Moon. Who, who who knows? I don't know. Oscar just needs to come to the main roster and then whatever surrender the belt. Oscar and I agree with Chris Rude, and I told you this off air before and messaged you. I, I think Rude, I agree with Chris. Rude needs to. He's getting up there. Um, if he's going to have any type of impact on the main roster, he needs to do it sooner than later. So we'll, we'll see what happens. The Juicer, Jinder the Juicer Mahal champion versus Shinsuke Nakamura singles match for the WWE Championship. In a shocking finish, Shinsuke Nakamura will win the title. The lights will come out. They turn it on. Bobby Roode's there and hits him with a fucking DDT from out of nowhere. There we go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you want, if you want Roode to make an impact, there we go. That's how you make an impact. But uh, we'll see what happens. I think uh, the Juicer is going to retain with the help of the Singh brothers, and then they'll just stretch it out for another month. And then uh, what is it, Hell in a Cell for uh, SmackDown? And that's where I think... Uh, Nakamura ends up winning the title. So the, the juicer will keep it for another month, I think. Just to sell extra buys or whatever fuck for India TV. So there we go. Chris, any thoughts on the juicer and Nakamura? Uh, I think the experiment ends tonight. I think the, uh, they tried, and the experiment is a flop. And so mm. I think Nakamura beats them, and that's the end of it. 
Do you see anything, anyone showing up to attack Nakamura, Corbin, anything? or? No, if there's any, like, what-the-fuck angles, it'll be in the Universal title match, I think. Okay. Uh, Justin, any thoughts? Um, well, first of all, I think Ginger's a jobber. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's start with that. But um, I'm hoping that uh, Nakamura wins. But the only thing I can say is, Jinder lost the past two weeks. He lost to Orton cleanly, and he and he lost to Cena. And I think for, because of that momentum, like we always say, you know, you, the upper hand goes to the guy who gets his ass kicked the week before. So I'm thinking that Jinder might go over. The only thing that was shitty about it is we were hoping, and then you'd have Corbin cash in, but that ship sailed. So, yeah. Another wild card for me. I, I don't know. I think Ginger is going to go over just because he got his ass kicked two weeks in a row. Yeah, definitely. We'll see what happens. Um, AJ Styles, champion versus Kevin Owens for the U.S. Championship match. I think Owens gets screwed over. Styles retains, and then they're just going to build up a Kevin Owens-Shane match. And I guess there's talk of building like an AJ Styles team with Shane McMahon against a Kevin Owens team at the Survivor Series. So... There we go. We'll see where they go with that. Uh, Justin, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think they played it smart with this. You know, you had the whole uh, AJ Styles accidental kick, and then you had the whole uh, Kevin Owens accidental kick. So, you know, it's even playing ground instead yep. of just having AJ do it, you know. So, yeah, if you're thinking the Kevin Owens versus Shane thing, that, that works. Um, I could see it being like a maybe a bad call by Shane that pisses yep. Kevin off, like maybe a foot on the rope and he counted him out or, you know, pinned him or just something, some kind of maybe like a blind call, something Shane didn't see. Yeah, so. yeah. You never know. Maybe uh, Bret Hart would show up and say, you turned a blind eye. I got that gorilla <laughs> monsoon. He turned a blind eye. <laughs> but, yeah. But I, I think... I think Frustrated. Yeah, I, I think I think AJ is going to retain the title just because, and keep him away. It's going to keep him away from the WWE title just because you know Nakamura is going to get it sooner than later. So I mean I could see an AJ Corbin feud coming up mm. soon, maybe. But yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Didn't have so. fuck with him with the uh, WWE title, so uh, uh, US title wouldn't be bad start for Corbin. Build up. Uh, you know, it's thing with a WWE uh, brass and all that. Um, Chris, what are your thoughts? I think AJ's winning, and this will be the start of uh, the Shane Owens feud, which may annoy some folks, but, you know, and their minds, for some reason, in 2017, they still think that uh, they, they see Shane, Vince sees Shane as a top guy, so, you know, he thinks that these guys fighting Shane and, and beating him, he thinks it elevates them. But yeah. I think Shane Owens will will definitely be better. I, I can see them having like a decent street fight down the road at Survivor Series or something. I don't know. I would like to. I would like to see. Uh, like I was saying, Chris. I don't know if you were on the show then. Um, like if they do Survivor Series, they should do Team Owens versus Team Shane, and have anyone that Shane's fought before on his team. You know what I mean? Like Shane draft those guys. It'd be pretty. And he's beaten. You could have, like, AJ, Taker, you know. Kurt Angle. Speaking of, speaking of that, did you guys talk about uh, Taker yet? 
Oh, we're going to no. be talking about Taker. I guess we, the we dead did. man they, is in yeah. New York. I guess. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, we, on, on the other show. I don't think you were on Wednesday's show, Chris. Well, this is according to Sean's view. I mean, I don't know. Hold it more sources than Sean's view. No, Taker, uh, Taker was legit spotted, though. He was spotted okay. two days ago. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he was spotted getting on the plane, uh, and then like a fan took a picture of him. Yeah, okay. a fan from Florida was taking uh, was taking the plane to New York uh, for the SummerSlam, and Taker was on the plane with him. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, but I want to know whose side is he on? What's that? <laughs> whose side oh. is he on? You know, oh, okay. Hogan. <laughs> I mean, where do you, where do you see Undertaker fitting in? Do you think he's gonna screw over Roman Reigns tonight or some shit or? But the thing about it is, at live events, like, I know live events are, you know, not really related to the story, but at live events, like, since Mania, Roman still takes the microphone to live events, and he still mentions how he retired Taker. And Mm. during during the, the promos, whenever Paul Heyman talks about Roman Reigns, he, he brings that up, like, every time, you know? So, yeah. this clearly isn't over. So, either he's gonna do something to fuck over Roman, or yeah. he's just gonna randomly appear. Like, just, just totally appear out of nowhere. Like, you know, they'll just hear a gong, and then he'll just appear, or something. Oh, yeah. God. Roman Reigns, Roman... Gonna be, Roman Reigns is gonna be in the back of an ambulance, fucking Undertaker's gonna be driving, we're going to hell! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. I don't know if he's going to be ready, if Taker's ready to wrestle, but you could, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, he can whatever. make an appearance but, or something. So. Make yeah, an appearance yeah. well, and then set up for Survivor Series if, yeah. or something. And yeah, Reigns, if Reigns goes over at the end, I would just have, you know, his music oh. hit and him just stand at the top of the ramp. Fucking just have the lights you know, turn out like and fucking that. turn them back on. Undertaker's right there. He fucking tombstones Reigns. Good night. We got to go. Dude, have him come back. Have him come back as American Badass, man. Yeah, he needs that. Yeah, that's what someone brought up a good point about that. He retired as the Undertaker, but not the American Badass. Someone brought that point up before in a video. So, there we go. Uh, Randy Orton versus Rusev. Uh, Doesn't look good. Rusev was spotted at the men's warehouse buying a suit, so it doesn't look too good for Rusev. Picking up some ties and a vest and all that and some shoes. Um, Not sure what kind of shoes. I don't think he got the O.J. Simpson collection. But uh, but anyways, um, no, nah, I don't know. I I, I think I think Rusev's gonna win. I I think Orin's gonna do the honors and uh, have him win. You know, because he, he got the upper hand too with that RKO on third or uh, Tuesday. So uh, yeah. there we go. I'm gonna go with Rusev winning. But uh, if he's buried, then I don't know. He's just done. That's it for Rusev. Um, I don't know. Justin, what are your thoughts? Orin and uh, Rusev. Yeah, I told you on Wednesday. I think I think uh, or- Orton's gonna put over Rusev. It'll be a smart thing. Orton's Orton's up there too. He's gonna. I mean, I don't think he's he gonna retire, to but he's a, yeah, he, yeah. He he's he's got the the new baby and everything. And 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 another thing is, I know you're not a huge fan of Orton. Some people are. I know Chris is. I've always been a fan, but at least he's there. He's not a part timer. Yeah. He he no, does no. what he needs to do. Um, talented, whatever. But I, I think he, he's going to put Rusev over. I'd like to see Rusev go over because they have misused this guy forever. Mm. And just I mean, like, Orton just still like, work a good it, match. He's safe. He doesn't hurt yeah, anybody. Yeah. So, you know. But but, but Orton and, I mean, Rusev and Bray, the two guys I think are misused. The, and Ziggler. Well, probably Ziggler, not yeah, three guys Christ. that have been misused for a long time. So... Um, yeah, I hope Rusev He's goes fucking, over. Rusev has misused more than a vibrator with a virgin, but uh, but that's another story. 
Um, Chris, what are your thoughts, Orton and Rusev? Let's get the uh, shovel and the uh, coffin ready. Get the coffin, boom. That's why the Undertaker's... Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Rusev's going to lose, Undertaker's going to show up and put him in a coffin, and that's it. That's how I would book Undertaker's tonight. Just bury him. Uh, there we go. Oh, it might as well take Corbin with him, too, because, you know, Cena and Corbin. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a night of burials at SummerSlam. Oh, God, they, should have Angle, they should have Angle ride down in the milk truck again and just have the picture of all yeah, these the guys. Out the Kurt Angle? You ever see how Kurt Angle stands? He's, he looks like he's standing like he needs a cane or something. He's all, he's all fucked up. I don't Dude, know if I can You know what Angle looks like? Angle looks like he he looks like that dude who like left home with his wife and then he realized he forgot to delete the porn on the browser yeah. and he's yeah, like yeah. fuck like my wife's gonna get home soon I hope she doesn't check it like he has that look like like he's done something he's afraid he's gonna get caught like it yeah. never goes away. Yeah, <laughs> you know what the thing is we're, yeah. the, we're we're seeing him as like a cleaned up act. Back in the day he was on all the like all the painkillers and this and that. He looks like he's like like in his interviews. Chris, did you see his interview backstage last night on uh, NXT? Yeah. He looks, he, he looks so uncomfortable when he's talking. Yeah. You don't forget <laughs> he does. Lines. He, he looks That's what happens really, when you really uncomfortable. You forget your fucking lines and shit. He's yeah. like, man, I'm on 10 painkillers. I gotta remember all these fucking lines. Christ, just give me bullet <laughs> points. Renee, Jesus pass me a Vicodin. Renee, before this interview, pass me a Vicodin. That's the thing. Yeah, like, Vicodin. Yeah, yeah. Look, fucking... He looks so he's uncomfortable. Coke. Crazy. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, oh my God. Here, here's the toilet match of the night. If you want to grab a snacker, drop a deuce in the bowl. Big Show versus Big Cass singles match. Enzo Moore in a shark cage. I wish he was in the ocean in a shark cage, getting eaten by sharks with the door open. But uh, anyway, I don't give two fucking shits about this match. Uh, hopefully Enzo has a weapon, helps Big Cass win. They reunite because Enzo he has no future. I don't know. I mean, 205 might be able his last option, but uh, yeah, he needs to go back with Big Cass, get Carmel, get the band back together, and, and that's it. Uh, Chris, what are your thoughts about this blockbuster match that's gonna fucking put asses in the seats, right, Giovanni? Apparently, this match is punishment. They don't want to fire Enzo because he sells a lot of merch, but apparently, they're putting him in the cage as punishment because he has a deathly fear of heights, which just sounds petty as oh, fuck. That's fucked yeah. up. Yeah, wow. that's the rumor. So they're putting him in there as punishment. So pay attention to Enzo. Close your eyes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is definitely the... Uh, someone... Um, who said this? Oh, one of my friends said this. One of my friends said... This, this sounds stupid, but I'll, I'll give him credit. He said what they should have done to make this mean something, have Big Show and Big Cass feud over the use of Big in their name. So, like, loser can no longer use Big. So, like, if Big Show loses, he's no longer Big Show. And mm. or if Big Cass loses, he's no longer a Big Cass. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You got two people well, using Big in their name. Well, a Big Show can just put, put a mask on if he loses the El Gigante show or whatever. Or the, or, or the Yeti, you know. The Yeti, you know, get that toilet paper ready. <laughs> wrap his ass up in toilet paper. Two plots. Well, that's, that's, that's actually not a bad idea just because. That's a pretty cool idea. You get rid of Big. Yeah. Well, Cass keeps referring to himself as the the best big man, yeah. you know, of all time. But um, I, I just the the one thing about this match that I'm wondering is it goes back to Monday 
where the fuck does the club come into this? Like, why yeah, would they come know. out? Yeah. You know, revival being hurt really fucks stuff yeah. up. So they just they just have to randomly just input people into random. They have to randomly input the Hardys into the Mister Rise, and they have to randomly for some reason input the club yeah. into the big cast. I would, have, I would have hired henchmen. They're like the APA, like yeah. I said, Justin APA. You know, make like yeah. APA. But I would I what I would have done is like I told you, Nate, that they should have made this like you know, Cass is in the in the ring talking about he's the best big man. Since the club came out and attacked him, I would have made this a six man tag. I would have had Big Show like get a, his own team and have like Mark Henry and Kane and himself yeah, the club and cast or something. A lot of beef. You know what I mean? A lot of beef in the ring. A lot of beef. <laughs> yeah. You don't even need to add cheese. A lot of beef. I just hope Big Cass doesn't walk in the shower with his big ass, you know, like he did in the other pay-per-view. But there we go. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Finn Balor, the demon, uh, versus Bray Wyatt, singles match. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um Maybe another suits ready. Oh, there we go. Instead of the 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 Bullet Club, you got the Burial Club. Bray Wyatt, Corbin, Rushev. Man, there's some T-shirts. And Ziggler. And Ziggler. And Ziggler. Yeah, there we go. The Burial Club. There's an the idea, floor, Joey. Yeah. Get those shirts rolling off the press. Just have like a fucking like a shovel and a fucking like <laughs> a, like a like when or like like when Orton used to have the Legend Killer shirt with all yeah. those crosses through the names. Just do do a milk carton club or something. Milk carton, the milk carton club. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but anyways, uh, I'm gonna go with Balor winning this match unless uh they steal my idea. This Elias Samson character joining forces with Bray Wyatt um as a makeshift team, or even Harper and Rowan show up even though they're on the other show. Just a one night only uh, reunion of the Wyatts. There we go. They're not doing that. Talk about milk carton. There yeah, yeah, that's another one. And and Harper was on such a roll, you know, being yeah, I know. A, I know. A, a fan favorite. Fuck. He he was he was doing good. So, yeah. And that that's weird because no injuries, I, no nothing. I still so. I still laugh at my ass how it was a fucking tie between AJ and Harper in the battle roll, and you see fucking Harper's leg elevated in the air, and that was on the ground. Well, I, I didn't miss like, that one. Like, like like I said, with the whole Brazango who's attacking them. We, I thought it should have been American Alpha, which would have yeah, been yeah. great. Yeah, that would but, be but maybe we could go Harper and Rowan with that. Yeah, and, that would know, bring it's, it back it's a dual pay-per-view. The... Might as well you know, get the family back together for one night. So there we go. Uh, Chris, what are your thoughts about the Demon Ballard versus Bray Wyatt? I have no clue, and I do not care either way. Yeah, it's just that bad, yeah. Well, at least got a nap during their now. What, now, Chris, what are your thoughts about the burial club T-shirt? <clears throat> Money maker selling T-shirts with guys that are buried. I guess I, I buy a shirt. I buy one. Fuck it, if I can find a good design. Uh, John Cena versus Baron Corbin, another part of the burial club. Um, fuck, Cena's going to Raw. I would have Corbin win. Um, I think it's gonna be fucked up. Or if you want Cena to win, have Cena win. But then Baron Corbin just goes fucking ape shit and fucking just kicks the shit out of Cena and sends his ass to Raw, basically, or wherever the fuck he's got to film a TV show or whatever, and then to, then to Raw. Um, either way, Corbin's got to look strong by the end of the match, even if it's a win or a loss and then a killing of Cena. So there I think go. Corbin, 
Corbin Corbin's going to win by like a disqualification. Last night when he was on the panel, he said Cena deserves a beating. It's going to be yeah. like one of them fucked up things where he just goes crazy, like those other matches that we've seen this past year, where they just with Strowman and Reigns and stuff, where it yeah. just ends outside the ring. Uh, yeah, Chris, team me, team me, Chris, team me posted if that guy makes a video, that Asian dude with 480p technology uh, for SummerSlam, the Asian guy. He was at that show. That looked like him. I think he was at that pay-per-view uh, last month. Uh, Chris, what are your thoughts about Cena and Corbin? The Nexus curse will continue. Corbin thank wins. God. Yeah, thank God. I hope. I don't know. They've been talking about it a lot. They've been talking about it. I'm like, oh, boy, there we go. We start talking well, about Cena, it. Well, Cena's out. SummerSlam streak is horrible, but. Yeah, like 2011. Yeah. Yeah. Cesaro, Sheamus uh, versus Dean Ambrose, Rollins, Tag Team Championship. I would have Rollins and Ambrose win the belts, and then maybe later in the night help Roman Reigns win the title. And that would be a good way to close SummerSlam. The band is back together at SummerSlam. So there we go. Um, Do we? If Dewey listens to the show, it, it might be a pretty decent SummerSlam, the way we booked it, um, if he listens to it. The way not, he booked it or we booked it? The way we book it, it should be pretty oh, okay. decent. <laughs> the way we book it, it would be pretty decent. But if if he doesn't listen to the show and he's stuffing his face with fucking hot dogs or he's having sex with his sister or some shit, I don't know what the fuck he does, um, it ain't going to be that good. So I'm only looking forward to, let me see, um, Spiral Sheamus, that'll be okay. Uh, Finn Balor, what, why? I like, I like to see what happens with that. Um, the Fatal Four Way match, and then uh, the pre show match, New Day and Usos. I think that's going to be good. So maybe like four or five matches I'm looking forward to. The women's matches, I really don't care except for Bliss and Banks because that's when I look at ass for five, ten minutes. But uh, that's basically it. All right, that's basically it. SummerSlam preview, and then on NXT, let me see what we got on Wrestling Inc. Any big news stories here? Um, spoilers, Global Force Wrestling tapings. No, nah, I don't give a shit about Global Force. Uh, I guess Daniel Bryan wants to wrestle again. Um, another Global Force release. We got a release from Global Force. Let me see. Oh, the jobber. Ah, there we go. Open your big fat mouth. And you get released. There we go. Tyrus, uh, better call your mama. He just got released, I guess. He had, basically, he said he was protesting, uh, uh, going doing the tapings in Orlando. So I guess he got released from the company. So there we go. Uh, you talk shit about your your boss, uh, you get uh, released. So there we go. Tyrus announced Global Force granted his release from the company. He thanked the company and wished them success, the roster and crew. crew. Um, we'll start with Chris. Chris, what are your thoughts on the, the big man getting released and do you see him going anywhere in wrestling? Any company? Uh, apparently, he didn't like how he was being used. They had like yeah, creative yeah. differences or something like that. Um, yeah. From from what I've seen, I saw him on um, he he was on the Netflix show, um, Glow, and he seems oh, yeah, to yeah, have yeah, a, that's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah, he seems to have like a pretty interesting personality. It just seems like everywhere he's been has not been able to capture to you know kind of perfectly encapsulate what he is. So. Um, I wouldn't mind. I, I, I would probably, I wouldn't. I would probably give him one last look if he was to go to like maybe like a New Japan or NXT or something. So. Yep. Uh, Justin, any thoughts? I have no idea who you're talking about. I, do I know him? The guy with the Funkadactyls. Better call your mama. I have no idea. Oh my God, 
Who cares? <laughs> He's a jobber. Anyway. Yeah, Anyways, right. we know that on Friday there was photos and social media showing the Undertaker on a plane heading in uh, New York. Uh, Dave Meltzer confirmed on Wrestling Observer Radio Undertaker is in New York on the site of SummerSlam pay-per-view. While not respectfully, uh, Taker could be costing Roman Reigns a fatal four Universal Championship match. It also knows could be doing work for WWE Video, 2K18, all that crap, or uh, lines and return uh, on camera. So there we go. Uh, the shop zone basically sells ends at... August 20th at 11.59 p.m., 20% off orders of $25 or more, 25%, $50, and 30% off for $75 orders. So there you go. Use the code SLAM yeah, at checkout. So there you go, SLAM. Um, I don't know. I think I think Undertaker's going to show up and just put everybody in a casket there getting buried at the burial club. That's how we booked the Taker, man. But uh, anyways, um, let me see what Rushev. Rushev says uh, who he credits for his success, getting good, bad advice, WWE uh, developmental. It's all WrestlingInc.com. Um, I think Wrestling Inc. and uh, PW Torch are my two favorite uh, websites. Um, let me see. <gasps> uh, let me see what he says. Harry Taylor. Oh, okay. So he gives credit to basically Terry Taylor and stuff like that. And Arn Anderson... Uh, and stuff like that. So he gives credit to Terry Taylor and Arn Anderson, his influence and stuff. And okay, that's cool. Um, I just don't like the way he was booked and shit. Hopefully, he can get something going on for him. Ah, uh, oh boy, what the fuck's Triple H saying now? Here we go. Triple H, what does he say? Triple H on who the WWE's biggest competitor is if New Japan is forcing them to evolve. Well, yeah, the uh, the number two promotion. Basically, uh, NXT's going to set the bar. What? Which competitor? That's why he's talking about NXT. Uh, New Japan forced them to make adjustments. I don't think anyone forces to make adjustments. Okay. Um, yeah, fuck you, Triple H. I don't want to hear your bullshit. Fuck you. You know New Japan's fucking kicking ass. You know Triple H and all of them are watching it. Uh, you know they want Kenny Omega, Okada, and all that shit, so... The new, uh, new Japan, New New Japan's probably the number two company in the world. You know, you you say New Japan ROH, you can just bump them <laughs> together as number two. Um, as for quality of wrestling, they're number one. Uh, for wrestling, New Japan and ROH are definitely number one. WWE doesn't really have wrestling anymore because they're fucking superstars, not wrestlers. You you know what I you know what I do like though about this like uh, the New Japan thing is. Maybe people like us know about these guys that come in, like Adam Cole and mm-hmm. uh, Fish and whoever. But these young kids probably don't know, yeah, like we do. So them invading and them coming up to the main roster because obviously you know WWE or, or you know to NXT or whatever. But WWE is the main, you know, wrestling company that younger kids watch. So it it might get them interested even more into the New Japan and Ring of Honor and stuff like that. You know, like yeah, I mean, like, like, like hey, where did they saying before? From? You know, you you get these guys that come in, they already made stars, they come in WWE, and a lot of like fans, casual fans, don't know who these guys are. I think you yeah. know, that's the bad part of it, but the good part is they might go back and like, hey, let me let me get this ROH show, let me look up this guy or New yeah. Japan Pro Wrestling. Well, that's what so I go did. back and you watch started... this shit and like, wow, these guys are pretty good. You know, so. I I I only started watching. Good and bad. Uh, I only started watching New Japan because when we were doing the show, you guys were like, "Oh, 
Okada versus uh, uh, Omega was the match of the year. So I went back and I watched it, and then I started watching it. It was on at like 4 in the morning, and I was watching it, you know? Yeah, so, like sometimes they're not really doing themselves a favor. Like the thing that they keep, that they keep doing is, I don't know if Vince McMahon has realized it, or maybe Triple H hasn't realized it, but by hiring so many of these people from the Bullet Club, they're kind of indirectly putting more eyes on the New Japan product. Like you got Finn yeah. Balor from the Bullet Club. You got AJ Styles from the that, Bullet Club. Yeah. And yeah, Adam Cole is from the Bullet Club too. And now, like mm. last night, I kept noticing the fans kept chanting, like this knowing thing fans keep doing, like where the referee counts two and the fans are like, two, sweet. Mm. So like, like, so like a, a casual fan is like, two, sweet. What's that mean? And then like, mm-hmm, two, yeah. sweet. Then they're going to Google that and then they're going to see some random match with Omega versus Okada giving folks two sweets, two sweets. And then Seth Rollins, he does the little V-trigger move that Omega does all the time. So, like, yeah. what's that move, the V-trigger? They go on YouTube, type that in, you're going to find, like, Omega matches. So Omega. I feel like they're they're kind of indirectly giving more eyes on New Japan by mm. just doing this. They probably haven't but thought the, about it. But oh, the, no, the I talked thing. to some guy. He was at a show in Bristol, Connecticut. A lot of fans had, like, fucking uh, Bullet Club shirts and shit. Oh, yeah. Was World was a poker. Thinking... Some guy had a Bullet Club and a Cody Rhodes shirt. Yeah, when I was at Six Flags, the food line, there was people with bull clubs. But here's the other thing about it. You have, um, you know, them bringing in all these New Japan guys. So then the the fans want to look at, uh, you know, go look these matches up or this company up and see who they are. But then what they do, who are they going to see? The people that WWE buried, like Cody Rhodes. Then they're going to be like, oh, so he's over there now. So this is a good company. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's basically, it, it makes New Japan way more popular in Ring of Honor. So so I have a last bit of news right here. Ric Flair update. Mander says he is awake and communicating. Ric Flair remains hospitalized in Atlanta after undergoing surgery earlier this week. However, Flair's manager, Melinda Morris Zanani, reported a positive update on his health. Happy to report at Ric Flair, Nature Boy is awake, communicating and progressing. But there are complications, so he needs rest for the first time in 40 years. So that definitely uh, some good news for Ric Flair. So uh, hopefully everything's okay. And yeah, a like couple that. people, a, a couple people from the main roster were wearing Ric Flair T-shirts last night. Oh, Biggie cool. was on, Biggie was on the panel doing an interview, and he was wearing a Flair shirt. Oh, okay, you know, cool, so a lot cool. of people are representing and you know praying for him. So that's All a good right, thing. Last Last thing I want to talk about really quick is, uh, Justin, what do, what do you want to see post-SummerSlam happening? Shake-up, call-ups, anything you want to see on the main roster, Raw, SmackDown? What do you want to call-ups, see? man. I want to see new faces, new changes at the shake-up. Um, Anybody you want to see with, or called up? Uh, no, I want to see Bobby Roode, man. I, Bobby Roode. i, I okay. got to say I've, I've, I've been a fan since, you know, early TNA. Just like AJ, you know, I didn't watch AJ in New Japan, but I I followed him all through TNA when TNA used to be on you know regular cable. Um, so he's one. Um, Oscar obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, maybe people go and heal too or face. You know, like the Bailey thing we talked about. Maybe uh, Ambrose eventually would be good. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Uh, yeah. You know. I would love to see Cena do it, but he ain't gonna go no, do that. Too late. So basically, basically that's about it. You know. I think the, the thing that pisses me off the most about fans, even Austin said this. He 
said there's no money to be made if Cena turned heel. What the fuck are you talking about? So you're telling me when Hogan was a babyface and he turned heel, there's no money to be made in NWO when Hogan was heel? Give me a break. Cena was made. There wasn't money to be made. That was probably Vince probably fed him that line. You know? Yeah, but he was he was made as a heel. That, that's no, when no. I liked him. That yeah. is when I liked Starting him when he was yeah, exactly. a heel. Yeah. And then I just hated him after that. Like I said, so, one of my favorite skits ever with Cena was with him and Benoit and Heyman where he, they had him in a crossface and was feeding him soap. He's like, I got some soap. And, uh, that, you know, that was that was when I could tolerate Cena. but And I didn't like him, but I still could tolerate him. But now I just can't yeah, handle yeah. Um, so, Chris, that, same Same thing. What do you want to see now coming up? Uh, Raw SmackDown call-ups, anything? Uh, I would like to see uh, some fan interactions, just to see uh, Cena and Roman. I want to see Cena and Roman in the same ring, just to see what fans are going to do. I oh, feel God. like if we see Cena and Roman, it's going to be similar to um, to Cena Triple H. That that WrestleMania. Yeah, I want to see Bruce Blitz's reaction. Cena and Roman. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, WrestleMania 22 was one of those weird. Not talked about as much mania as, and they did Cena Triple H. They did like that. I think it was like a Gold Rush tournament or something. And the idea at the time, I think, was since Triple H was a heel, they they felt like the fans would get behind Cena, but that wasn't how it went at all. Uh, they they fans were like, "Fuck you, Cena!" And they were chanting Triple H because if I remember correctly, that match basically led to Triple H kind of reforming DX afterwards because it was like Sean and Triple H against like. Uh, uh, Vince and, and Shane. So I want to see Cena Roman just for fan reactions because if, if anything could turn Cena like into a heel or at least make him more tolerable to fans, like just seeing Cena just roast Roman because they've been yeah. like feuding with each other for like two years on social media. And it's like, let's, let's get this shit over with, you know, and doesn't even need a belt. Just, just give me Cena Roman. And especially like in Chicago or like, New York or like a smart because they're still like in um you know imagine Roman coming out tomorrow as Universal Champion and then Cena interrupts him like just the crowd reactions like that's entertaining to me I I can't uh. tell you who the fans would boo yep. are they gonna cheer them are they gonna shit on both of them are they gonna cheer Cena and shit on Roman or are they gonna shit on Cena and cheer? I don't know yeah. that's entertaining to I me think, that's you know but you I have to have like a nice post WrestleMania crowd too you're gonna get those European fans there at SummerSlam they get decent. Fans around the world that comes from SummerSlam. Pretty as a big event. So. Everywhere, man. They come from like Australia. And all yeah, kinds. yeah. You'll get you'll get you'll get a lot of fans hey. tomorrow on Raw and shit. So it, it might be a post WrestleMania, the closest thing we get to a post WrestleMania crowd. But, so but, yeah. But to answer your question though, I think those I don't know their names. I need to know their names. But I think those two Australian chicks from NXT. Like yeah. yeah. Billy uh, yeah, Billy Kay. Billy Kay. Hey, Roy, Billy uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think they're gonna yeah. debut. Uh, I think. Uh, Authors of Pain are going to debut. I think Ember is going to debut. I'm unsure on Bobby. Unsure because he still has, like, some unfinished business. But if he debuted, I wouldn't be surprised because of his age. Like, he's 40. He's yeah. running out of time. He's running so, out of time. You know how yeah. is. Those two chicks or whatever they're from, Australia or England, wherever the fuck they're from, they yeah. debut on my face sitting on it. But uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, okay, guys, that's basically. It. I'm gonna watch baseball. Fairfield's playing in the Little League World Series, so I'm gonna watch the game. All right, guys, thanks for calling. Enjoy SummerSlam, Justin. I'll see you probably around like three thirty, four o'clock, something like that. Yeah, give me just give me a call. Before. Yeah, I'll give you a call when I'm leaving here. All right. All right, later. All right, All right. take care. Thanks, thanks, guys. All right, I want to thank Christopher and Justin for calling in. Aaron, out there, take care. This is Nate for Inside Wrestling. Enjoy.
SummerSlam tonight and uh, Raw SmackDown should be pretty good. All right, everyone out there, take care. This is Nate for Inside Wrestling. Goodbye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.